Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. It's a good way to start your interview with your air quotes friend when he listens to the introduction to your show and it says, you have no grace, uh, full of grace and truth. He says, you have no grace. So, I'm going to prove you wrong. The stuff, the stuff you said before the show? But not saying... Jeez. <laughs> All right. So if you recognize the other voice in the room, that is obviously not me. That's the other Steve. That's Steve Lewis from L.A. Capital Advisors, who is allegedly uh, one of my closest friends. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I got to think about it. Well, you're at least you're my friend today because the market is up. Oh, it came back. So huh? when it's up 38 points, wow. I yeah. go, hey, that's Steve Lewis guy. I love him. But when it's down, I'm like, what's Steve doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but that's not a conditional relationship. We still have grace involved there. But anyway, Steve Lewis, good to see you. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yeah. Do you still have, how many kids do you guys have now? I do this every time. <laughs> yes, you do. Last I counted, 12. Um, the last I counted. Six are out of the house. and Praise Jesus. Hopefully two more next year. Wow, isn't that awesome? To graduate from high school. I mean, every time I turn around, the Lewis family has a wedding announcement, a baby announcement, something. Somebody's moved out. Two kids have moved in and gotten an apartment together. Well, not the baby announcement from Thea. I mean, from the children. Right, yeah. from the from your kids. Right, I have a second grandchild coming in April. How, about, how cool is that? Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. So uh, six, out of, six out of the house now. Mm -hmm. What's it? Do you feel like an empty nester almost? You can definitely feel the difference. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. It's just, I mean... It's not like you live in a 22,000-square-foot house. Yeah, but you have the teenagers, I mean, you know, challenging adults on everything and questioning this, questioning that, entitlement. Wait a second. Your social media. Your teenagers do that? Oh, my. Yeah. Wow, that's foreign to Damn. me. <laughs> yes, it's tough. Well, I mean, we were talking about this before the show, and we'll actually talk about uh, a bunch of financial stuff today from a market perspective. <clears throat> with David, it's from a precious metals perspective, but with Steve as a financial advisor, uh, it's from a different perspective, which is helpful for all of us to kind of round out our knowledge and understanding what's going on out there. Uh, but I love, I love being, I'm about to turn 57, and I hate it when this happens. Does this ever happen to you? I just was about to say something great, and it just disappeared. It just left me. No, it's I'm gone. two years old, and I don't have those problems. <laughs> I mean, what's, I mean, what's going on with this, you? And, and this I, mean, is, I feel perfectly fine here. Right. Yeah. Good. I mean, you're standing on the table, turning on lights. Turning before. on lights. Well, that's because my intern is in here today, so they I have quit, to do all huh? this stuff myself. You got smart and they quit. He didn't quit. Oh. He's well paid. That's why they're here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They're not here doing the Lord's work. They're just here collecting a check. Right. I got it. Anyway, <clears throat> it's good to see. You. Happy New Year and uh, kids out of the house. Happy New Year. Yeah, well, it is. I, well, you haven't been on the radio this year yet, so it's Happy New Year. It's not my problem. Right, that's true. I ask you every week. No, no, not <laughs> that no. is no. a bald face lie. You do not ask every week. Well, I intend we don't to. even talk every week. But that's not my. We used fault. to. What happened? I took you out for well, coffee. What three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, that was. Was that your idea? And you were late. Was I that mean, your idea? Every, everything went wrong. That was day. that your what? idea? I mean, you're 57. You're going late. out for coffee, but you were late. I'm late to everything. Was that your idea? What? What? For us getting later, you coffee. Are no. you being 57 no, having, trying to find excuses for everything? Having coffee. Oh, it was my, was my was idea. Was that your idea? Yes. Well, God bless you. You're a way better guy than Thea says, so that's good. 
Thea being his wife, who's given birth 10 times. And then they adopted two brothers from Ethiopia. So don't mess with the Lewis family when it comes to uh, knowledge of under. Uh, okay. okay. Why, why, are anyway, we why are we here? Let's move on. Anyway, so, all right. So when you look back at uh, 2022 in terms of the market, <clears throat> well, well, how do you describe last year in terms of the market? I It was really... Well, it didn't have to happen. Well, that's an interesting reply. What do you um, mean by that? Well, you go back to – can I get political on this show or can I? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I well, think you're probably well, safe doing that. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Am I hearing my voice on that thing? You are. Okay. You're trying to shut it up. Go ahead. Well, the executive actions that were signed were designed to cut energy and, and lumber production and, and you know, you know – Take the lumber production. We had nine million acres in Alaska that uh, on federal land that we would lumber, right here in the good old United States of right. America. Yeah, you would think well, that would be good. Then you then you cut what thirty something percent of the oil refinery capacity, and really, and then they brag about, hey, we're opening up federal land. Well, they haven't really provided many permits to do that, and uh, so we got to buy our lumber from Canada and Germany. Yeah, which is not great. And then you multiply the transportation costs by three times, and you have $25 at that point, two-by-fours. You wonder, geez, really? Right. So, I mean, it's, a lot of it was just self-inflicted wounds. I mean, still— you know. All right, so why do you think the Biden administration, because I'm not going to give Joe Biden all the credit because I don't think he's all that much uh, <clears throat> in control of his thoughts or his actions, but what was their point? Well, like, why would they do that? Well, he, they, he had to su- support those who uh, got him in office. That's his. That's their I mean, green agenda. Is that what drove a lot of that? Yeah, and now there's a lot of pushback right now. The many conference calls that we are on, uh, especially on the EV side, you have VinFast coming into into the uh, Pittsburgh area. Um, of course, what is that? It's a um, another EV company, another electric vehicle. Yeah, Not uh, everybody understands co- EV. Uh, electric vehicle out of um, Korea and South Korea, and and you know. Triangle Business Journal had a piece that it's it, they're not on track to do what they said they wanted to do by producing trucks by December of next year. They haven't broke ground yet. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, and, then, and then there's been some funding issues that became disclosed yeah. with debt. That's a, you know, and so we're just going to see. And then that, a lot of you are talking about now uh, the, what it takes on the mineral size to get to the just to produce the battery. Yeah, just to make the battery, yeah. which you pretty much have to rape the earth to pull right. that off. And if you're going to take the whole economy over to electric and solar, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of raping going on because you're going to well, have these batteries. And, and, and guess who's got a lot of the things that you right. need for batteries? That would be, you know, com- uh, countries like, I don't know, China, Russia. Places well, that like being that. the case, I mean, last year, there's a lot of interest. People, you know, getting on the bandwagon because they hear something on CNBC about, hey, get on lithium. Let's get on these metals and. LTHM and SQM, these are all mineral like exchange traded funds and all that. And you know, they had their run and then they bounce right back. I mean, Investors Business Daily made a real good point. They had, you know, 80, 90% of their breakout stocks that are normally do well in normal market conditions didn't last long. Mm. So we had a lot of pullbacks last year. Yeah. Uh, standard deviations were really high and it was it was sideways. You know, the thing is, Steve, is you know, Chairman Power are just looking at the numbers and the data. Yeah. They're not speaking to people. No, not at all. Um, um, well, that's the funny thing about the Democrats. They say they're all for the people, but they pretty much ignore us all the time. But, Talking uh, to Steve Lewis. Hold that thought. Oh, We're hitting a break. We'll be right okay. back.
Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Great to be with you today. The two Steves in the house today. Steve Lewis is here from LA Capital Advisors, a dear friend of mine. And uh, by the way, when uh, I bring him in here when he's uh, willing to come in and he comes in and we talk about these things, just so you know, uh, Steve uh, L um, helps the Steve N family with our financial stuff. Okay. So if he didn't, I'm not going to just have anybody in here I don't do business with and trust. So just get that and understand he's a follower of Christ as well. So that uh, should all plug into your ability and your willingness to listen and, and take to heart what he's talking about because he does know what he's talking about. So anyway, it's great to have you, Steve. Thanks, as always, for coming in and, and sharing. We were talking about last year and uh, didn't have to be as bad as it was because everything the government did, the Biden administration did, uh, which harmed the harm the economy overall, as we know. And then, of course, in the State of the Union address, he's talking about bringing inflation down because it came down a half a point, but it was still <laughs> really high inflation. And then the number came out yesterday, CPI came out yesterday, up up a half a point, right? So when we look back at last year, I asked you this question right before we hit the break. Were there any segments that, that did okay, any segments of the economy that did okay, that were kind of even, or did they all lose? And then what's what are we looking at this well, they, year? They all lost. Well, first, it's funny you mentioned Biden taking credit for inflation when he's saying it's been in uh, Chairman Powell's <laughs> command for the last couple of years. Oh, we can't do much, but the you know, but now it's coming down. His plan is working. Right now, it's me. And, and then it comes back, and uh, it's been like this all the time. Right. But uh, believe it or not, people believe it. <laughs> you know, people are headliners. No, oh, they believe what they want to yes. believe. But yeah, last year uh, you had energy, you had oil. Uh, it was an up and down year. You know, what, what made it difficult managing last year. Uh, when you came out of 2021, we had a good GDP quarter three, 2021, good GDP quarter yep. four. And we don't get the quarter one of 2022 until late April. So we're all, almost five months in when we get the first announcement. Wow. Then you get two revisions after that. The, 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 the second revision is just a week before they announced quarter two. And so it was negative, like one six, and then it came back just barely negative on quarter two. Now, am I just over, overly skeptical or, or can I assume that they did that on purpose? Well, if it was anyone else other in office, it would have been a big, big, you know, the, sure, R, the, R, big the, the R word would have been a recession would have been all over the place. Right. So they suppressed it very well for this guy. And uh, it's always been, you know, two negative GDP. Hey, that's recession, you know. And, yeah. and so you have, despite all the financial professors saying that it is, uh, people on Squawk and CNBC, Bloomberg, they're all saying the same thing. But, you, you know, on that side of Washington, you're not going to get it. But that being the case... It was very hard to navigate. At the same time, you had all these interest rate increases, and what that does, it creates an inverted yield curve. An inverted yield curve is that when the five, um, uh, like the one-year treasury is yielding higher than Paying the 30-year. than the 30-year. And that creates a problem because then you have uh, – What does that tell you generally about the state of the economy? Well, we're, we got – well, it, it even was, it becomes inverted when you – print more money. And so we have rising interest rates already, and then you print money. Does it tell it's you the government's, that is that desperation? We're willing to pay you more for Well, they're just putting a Band-Aid over, and then two, they want to be look like that they're doing something. Right, yeah, of course. And really, just sometimes you just have to let it run its course. And so a lot of people thought uh, Powell should have done that back in 2021. Yeah. Why'd you wait until 2022? And then, I mean, you destroyed the mortgage industry. Oh man, the layoffs are in the in the seven eight thousand. The wow. companies that would just do, you know, reverse mortgage, not reverse, well, not reverse mortgages, but refis and, yeah. and other different things. Not to mention the auto industry and the banks on doing that. Um, I mean, Wells Fargo's almost walked away from it. 
Mm. I mean, and just getting bad. Goldman Sachs laid off, I think, uh, 3,800 people wow. last month. I mean, it's it's big. It's really, really big. Um, but so, then Biden stands up there last week and acts like everything's turning up. Uh, there, no one's talking to people on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it's who we speak to every day, my clients. I mean, all they have is, you know, their 401ks or their that's moved into IRAs. They might move to a job. And, and you know, people that I know well who have their monies with someone else, they didn't do any selling. Yeah, wow. Uh, I mean, in April they came in. They were already down 30%. In April last year, and Ouch. and yet they have salaries. They have to budget around that with all the costs and raising families. Yeah. And well, the average you know, family uh, in America uh, had to spend seven thousand dollars more last year than they did the year before for the same stuff, which is what inflation. Does well, to. it goes back to the management side, and that I didn't I didn't run into one person last year that I spoke to. We spoke to probably less than thirty fresh people, and not one person affiliation with their advisor did any selling. Nothing. They just rode it to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> and so if you did any selling, uh, in 18, if you lost 18 or 22, 23 in that range, that was good. Because geometrically, remember, growth is geometrical. The NASDAQ was a negative 61% Man. geometrically. The S&P was about a negative 41 to 42. So, yeah, sure. I mean, It's not if you, super easy to recover from that. Well, it's... No, I mean, you lose 40%, you need about an 81%. You know, That's what people mess up. I, every time you mention that, I, I always jump in. Because, hey, hey, well, I was down 30% last year, so as soon as the market comes back up 30%, I'm back to even. No. But that's wrong because you're working with a smaller basis, so you're yes. going to have to take a lot more growth right, right. to recover right. that 30%. You have to manage linear losses. Now, in a perfect world, it's great. You know, we're looking at the, the you know, here we are in February, looking at the, the numbers here, yeah, right? I see you got the numbers it. here. And, you know, every sector is up but utilities and communications. But things look like, but look at the deviations. Right. I mean, the deviations. Yeah, are, it looks are, like a good ride at an amusement yeah, park. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you should be all in. You know, now, what's good about rising interest rates? CDs are great. Normally, we would call them the certificate of disappointment. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, they're doing pretty well. I get a 4.4 4, 4 rate on a, on a one-month annual yield. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not bad. At least mm -hmm. you got cash doing something. Yeah, right. Um, and so we've been doing a lot of CDs wow. and that's really a bond, you know, from a bank. It's, and a broker is not going to touch a CD because even though it might be in the best interest they don't of get client, any, they don't get they're paid. not making any money. No. So, you know, there's a lot of ways you can get return, you know, but then you go into bond funds and because, you know, it, it used to be that you go into a, a bond fund, a very low risk, what we call low beta, like Barclays aggregate index, AGG, Black Rocks. It, it's, it's about as exciting to have in your portfolio as you're watching a snail move across the driveway. Right, right. And that's what it's doing. But, hey, it lost fifth, uh, almost 16% last year. Mm, wow. So you can't, you can't offset risk with those. So the only asset class that you risk-free would be cash. Yeah. And so you, ha you had to do that thing. So we moved in and out. We carried an average as a firm 57% cash last wow. year. Wow. And never, ever, ever in my 20 years doing that, that happened. You've never seen that. And so you go back and forth. Well, and when the winds are blowing like crazy, generally you need to pull your sails down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And cash allows you to do that. Mm -hmm. It's an asset class. Yeah. Every professor of uh, finance will tell you that. But, you know, you won't hear it out there. No. But, but, you know, and so you look at what's working right now. It's still very cautious. It's, uh, you know, like... The market swings on a daily basis. Last week, the market opened at at negative three hundred and it closed at three hundred up. That's a six hundred point swing Man. in less than four hours. And you look at these things. Earnings is big, so um, you know we do a lot of extended PM trades. 
which means we can trade after, overnight after well, the market closes. Well, after until about eight, and you can do AM trades. And what that's what we're really using that ability to do is when you're dealing with large players in the market like Amazon, Meta, yeah. Google, Alphabet, these different things, because they can turn the NASDAQ Isn't on that a crazy? dime. That's wild. And so we always watch for those earnings periods. And you had last year Meta down 79%. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Anyway. Right. Exactly right. That's exactly Hold so, that thought right there. We're going to pick it up there and talking about what we can uh, perhaps expect to see in the rest of this year. We're talking to Steve Lewis, LA Capital Advisors. This is Steve Noble. So many things to think about and consider because we're called to be good stewards of whatever amount of money we have. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show here with Steve Lewis, LA Capital Advisors, talking about the markets today with a little bit of humor here and there when I choose to introduce it. And uh, <laughs> there you go. But you were the one that's all snarky to start today. You came in here with just a bad attitude. I didn't. You said, I have no grace. You have no love. <clears throat> so between the two of us, what are we? Oh, man. It's not good. It's not good, bro. But I don't care. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about different. how many different segments are there, sectors in the economy? There's 11 and there's 88 industries. So give us an example of what these sectors are. So people, when you were talking about sectors, they know what we're talking about. Healthcare, right? Uh, materials, utilities, communications, uh, discretionary spending, non-discretionary spending. What's non-discretionary Finance. spending? Stuff that you have to spend? Staples. Okay. So when the market- Got to buy food, got to buy- When the market wants to bowl up, that sector will fall. What did well last year? Staples. What companies did well in that sector? Kellogg's, um, uh, Nabisco. Um, you had those kind of things. Uh, General Mills did very, very well. The exchange traded funds associated did very, very well. The moment people get a little bullish, those things will just take yeah. an opposite <clears throat> turn. I mean, they're paying a 4.7 dividend too. Pretty you know? aggressive. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But so you have these sectors, but then within a sector, you have industries. You have industries. Right? So, so give us some examples of that. Uh, healthcare. You have healthcare services. You have biotechnology in there. Uh, you have pharmaceuticals ah, are in the healthcare okay. sector. Yeah. So now this year, you're actually trying to go from macro to micro, meaning you don't just like, just, just don't look at a sector. Now you actually have to go dig in and you got somebody helping you manage your money. That's going to look at specific industries because it's getting harder right. to find the needle in the haystack. Is right. that, am I reading that right? Right. Right. And so does any, as, as you look through all of that here in February of 2023 and look forward, is there anything where you're like, have any optimism whatsoever? Or is it just a big question mark? Well, Ukraine has, has assisted us in some respects because the the industrial sector, Boeing, GE, are doing very well. Uh, there is an exchange traded fund called DFEN for defense. You have Lockheed Martin in there, Raytheon, and different things. Um, because and, war makes and, money for certain and people, that, and that's really doing well. Um, and then you have the um, some of the technology contributors to that are also kind of doing, i.e., semiconductor chips. You're off, when we're off the air, you talked about semiconductors and um, and what we did in Arizona Biden had to, you know he did good going down there and making that case it's a Taiwan uh, TSN is the uh, symbol for the Taiwan company to make the um, but they're going to be making them in Arizona yeah uh, he didn't go to the border though but he had other things to do remember the border's he, fine Steve yeah I mean, he's fine I don't know what you're talking um, about but yeah you do have to fine-tune a little bit where you know a CRM and and um, uh, 
you know, which is an employment company. NOW now is another one. Salesforce is another one. And so you look at these things to find it. Um, we're finding it in semiconductors. We're seeing it in industrial stocks. We're seeing it in materials. Uh, lithium is going to be up and down, up and down. Energy, we're still uh, a hold on that. We're not too bullish on that. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing in healthcare right now because the COVID vaccine is kind of not too popular now. Yeah, I noticed that. I just so, uh, shared a story earlier today based on CDC numbers. Uh, Naomi Wolf did a little video about it the other day, and uh, it showed that of the women that were involved that got pregnant while they were doing the uh, trials for, I don't know if it was Moderna, I think it was Pfizer, that they had, the ones that got pregnant had a 44% miscarriage rate. Well, the regular miscarriage rate in America is about 10%, mm. uh, 12%, but they had a 44%. And that's documented within CDC, their Gee, own information. And Planned Parenthood. Right. <laughs> and so that stuff's slowly coming out, to your point. I don't want to digress, but, no, that's, but that's a big deal. Yeah, there's, you know, it's, you know, really there's only six sectors out of, of 11 that are, are really looking pretty good. Um, we like to watch each sector's 200 and day and 50 uh, exponential moving average. Yeah. When they break through both of those, um, that has been working out pretty well. The trailing stops that we always talk about that we mm-hmm. use, uh, we have pulled those because of the deviations. We've seen too many sell and for it to break back up. Right. So, so In a short period of time. Right. So we're, we're trying to just uh, look at those, the moving averages more than anything else. We now have access to... Uh, uh, real-time moving averages before the market opens. So that helps us stay ahead uh, if we have to sell something instead of getting behind it. So you pretty much have to have your radar screen on all the time, unlike the federal government with balloons. You guys are paying attention because you have to all the time because yeah. you're looking for needles in the haystack. Yeah. I mean, IBM has had a had a bad earnings a couple of weeks ago, and they haven't really recovered from that from a moving average perspective. But that you know, the NASDAQ is now above those two marks, yeah. which is a great thing. Uh, you can just you don't want to pick winners and losers. You just grab the you know QQQ, which is Invesco's exchange. It's a, a nice exposure. Keep it small, but um, but it's uh, but that's kind of tracking an industry. That's not well. It's, it's, a sec- it's not an individual. It's, it's, it's well, a sector. It, well, it's a whole index. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not just one company. It's got everything in the Nasdaq 100 in it. Wow. So so I mean, it, people can do that instead of picking winners and losers, and and they could probably do fine with that. You know, but you just have to be careful with that. With new clients coming on. And by the way, we're talking to Steve Lewis from LA Capital Advisors. That's his website too, by the way, lacapitaladvisors.com. And, and talking to new clients, what like, why are people switching? Because I think we still have a significant number of people that are just being told, buy it, hold it, don't worry about it, people, markets come, people markets aren't, go. People aren't switching. They're, they're sitting tight. They'll come in and they'll ask you, they like what it's going, but they have a tough time breaking from someone they've been with for eight years. Yeah, because of the relationship. There's a guy that came in. They're not comfortable, quote unquote, firing their no, current they're, they're, broker. Uh, we've had several uh, this the, already this year. Yeah, um, and um, but you know, a couple come in. I said, "Well, we're, he's good friends of ours. He gives us hurricane tickets." I said, "Yeah, but you're down <laughs> six <laughs> figures." Yeah, uh, you know, who and, cares about the hurricane? And, and so yeah. buy your own if you can yeah. actually get back yeah. some yeah. of what you lost. Yeah, then you have the spouse saying, "Honey." You know, so all I do is answer their questions. (laughs) Yeah, it gets a little dicey. You know, you look at what this is. You know, you can look at a portfolio and see who's it benefiting. Mm. The broker. 
Ah, you know, or the other side. Good test question. Well, you can also sell because investment advisors play by the same rules. I mean, they hire these third-party money managers. The person across the desk can't do anything, but they're not going to tell you you can't do anything. Right, right. They're, you know, would you do business with somebody say, hey, listen, I have no autonomy, but please come on board? <laughs> no, of course not. No, and they don't. But I think people normally kind of assume the best, I guess. And you have to understand the business, and everybody in the business well, is in did, the business ultimately. To listen, make they money. lost a lot, and they're thinking, well, you better hang in there, honey. <clears throat> Yeah. You know, and why bother Tom, yeah. you know? So I don't know. It's we don't really we don't judge anybody on that. Everybody has their own story sure, and their sure. own history. No, and, I appreciate that. You know, you have people who have, you know, lost their spouse and the spouse liked this guy for a lot of years and the surviving kind of spouse wants yeah. yeah, I mean it's yeah, fine. tough. Let's uh let I'm gonna turn the corner a little bit and just talk about uh, most of the people listening to Christian radio today are they're our age, they're in their mid to late fifties and sixties and older. Uh I wanna talk about kind of how somebody should that's nearing retirement or is hoping to near retirement should be looking at all of this and, and reacting appropriately in terms of being a good steward of whatever the Lord has allowed them to accumulate. But let, let I want to keep our conversation for the rest of the show kind of focused on that. So talk to them. What, what, what do we need for those of us that are pushing towards retirement? How should we be viewing all this stuff and thinking about 401ks and IRAs and Roth and all that kind of stuff? Well, you really have to be careful. You have to look at everything. Everything's on the table. Um, and, uh, we've, we've had a lot of interest in annuities now because they're contractually guaranteed and they don't want to run out of money. And so they want to find somebody, okay, listen, I want to mitigate, uh, what I have, what I need to have come in the house every month, every year, you know, three years from now. And we work through that. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that, a lot of that, um, they like to know that, yeah, I mean, you can go into bonds and have more liquidity than an annuity and still get a good coupon, a five coupon, seven coupon. Maybe that's a lot of people. That's all that they want. When the bond matures, they do it again. Yeah. Um, Just keep rolling it over. Um, annuities will have now um, um, home health care benefits at no additional cost or risk. It's a guaranteed issue, assuming you're not already in a facility. They have a lot of these different benefits. Um, but with, be more specific on the management side, I think, uh, you know, we now work with Schwab Trust Bank. And uh, we were at the chamber event this morning. We we're the host for the Holly Springs Chamber. We had 25 members in there. We talked about this issue. Is that, is that um, a, as a fiduciary on a, on a 401k plan, uh, we take the employer, the owner, completely off the table as far as carrying liability. Schwab Trust Bank becomes a fiduciary, River Edge Resources becomes it, and we become as the advisor. And then we're able to give advice to the, to the members because me, the advisor, I create the menu options that they can work with. Ah, okay. It's a lot more flexibility right. there. And it's cheap as dirt. It's very inexpensive. It's, it's very, very, very inexpensive. So that's a route. Uh, if you're a business owner, it's a good idea to really look at your members' options. Yeah. Many, many uh, um, employers say, hey, by law, I've got to get one. Hey, Tom, who are you using? You know, and you go with this guy who Tom's using, and, and they don't care. Hey, I just have to give one you guys something. Right. You know, and so and some of them are pathetic. Oh, the ones we see are like, oh, wow, I can't believe. I mean, so, and then on the other side that we can now do is that we can uh, take a member's 401k if they want us to. And then we can actually go into their portal and manage that. Oh, you can go in and manage and it. And trade it. Okay. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Hold that thought. We'll talk about that when we come back. Just strategy 
ways to think properly as you move towards retirement here with my friend Steve Lewis, LA Capital Advisors. So we'll keep the conversation about retirement. LACapitalAdvisors.com. We'll be right back. Not a big fan, personally, of uh, Pastor Robert Jeffers down in Dallas. Anyway, welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, here with my buddy Steve Lewis, LA Capital Advisors, lacapitaladvisors.com is his website. And uh, trying to spend our time here at the end of the show talking about uh, retirement, since most of us, most of you uh, listening, you're probably north of 50, north of 60. And so this is a challenging environment, uh, kind of the buy them and hold them, just sit and in five years, everything will be fine. Can, can we really afford to play it that way anymore, Steve? No. Um, I mean, you know, the values that we lost last year within our clients, you know, people want to get it back as anything else. Right, even of course. Though, even though it was well below national average. You know, I, 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 I take it personally that, you know, we did what we could do. Right. Um, but, um, but, you know, it's just have to just be very careful with, especially in your 401ks. I think if you have some counsel, I mean, I mean, that's, that's your, that's your thing. I mean, what, what would you do if you were going to retire this year and your 401k lost 40% last year? Oh, yeah. You can't. I, I mean, it changes things. Yeah. Immensely. Right. I mean, you had 800,000 when he started last year. And you lose forty percent of that. Oh man, three hundred and twenty thousand dollars gone. Now you're having another discussion with your spouse. Yeah, it's it's all over the it's place. It's going to change your whole. Plan. It is really, 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 really all over the place. With four hundred one ks, for example, are most individuals that have four hundred one ks are they are they paying much attention to how that's being managed? Or are they just looking it can't at be managed returns by law on paper? ERISA, the regulars, it can't be managed. All you can do is call the rep on the phone, your service person, your 800 number that you have. Hey, I want to move this from that. Well, what does, what do you, rec- they won't give any recommendations. Some you can, um, I think my son, he's with Duke Energy, Tim. He can go and do the trades right online, but you, there's nobody wow. to talk to. Nobody to talk to. Yeah, you're to. not getting any advice. No, but you can be. Uh, you can have a fiduciary advisor assigned to the plan if the trustee wants to. Um, and then that, person then can communicate with the members. Uh, the, the advisor cannot execute the trades if they're on managing the plan overall among all of them. But they can give the, the, the uh, members the opportunity to go online and, and do it personally over the phone and do stuff like that. And then the other side, you, if, uh, again, if we don't have the plan, we can go into individual members with IBM or SAS or anybody like that and say, you work for SAS. Uh, you can come on board with us as a, as a client. And then, um, have you heard of Have you heard of Experian, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Experian Boost. Yeah. Where you can boost your, you, you log into your bank portal through Experian and you can see your, all your utility bills and get boost your yeah. score. Well, this is the same technology. Oh, okay. Pontera, right. Pontera is the company. We go through them. We, we find, say, it's with um, Fidelity. The client signs in or the member signs in, and boom, we have that option. Mm-hmm. Then, then we can now trade on their behalf through that third-party portal. And then, and it's very easy to do. It's very easy, very quick. We get information on all the funds because most of these funds are proprietary. They're not available in the open market, so you have to, you have a lot so of So if somebody works for a big company like SAS, how do they how do they pull that off? Where you can act, like what are the what kind of hoops do they have to jump through? Nothing. They just we go on the uh, Pontera site, uh, registered to us to use, and they log in, and now Pontera has it in their in their 
you know, software. And you can go in and look and at it. And then I can log in and move whatever I want to move. Wow. Yeah. So is that relatively new? Yes. That option? Because mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority of people with 401ks, it's just there's money in there. You look at the returns. You don't really know how it's being managed. Right. And, and that's it. Right. It's like somebody took my money halfway around the world. I'll right. see it when I need it right. in a few years. But mm-hmm. active management in this kind of environment. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'd be subject to what they have. Sure, of course. I mean, I don't, you know, we had someone show me, all they had was eight options. I said, I, no, I, really, I can't really work with eight options. Because that's all that's available through the plan. All that's available. <laughs> is that a plan that's like stuck in 1985 or what is Well, that? this company is, oh my gosh, it's about a $4 billion company annually in revenue. They do whatever they want. Yeah. That's sad. And it's all the members have to work with. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so for people that are in retirement, working towards retirement, if they're panicking right now, just because last year was so challenging and bad, the year before, great, obviously. But uh, what do you tell them? Well, if, if I'm on the outside looking into their stuff, it's a different discussion than if we're doing it. Right, of course. But um, uh, you have to look at everything. What you, what's your goal? What's your outlook? What's, what's a realistic thing that we can do? Um, and what, where do you need this number to be? Um, and we're hoping that these numbers continue to stick, but it's, they, a lot of people think it's falsified and overvalued because, Yikes. because of you know, more rate increases. I mean, the Fed was not happy with the, what happened this week. Yeah, with consumer price index yes. going up a half a point. So um, according to the other presidents of the region, are saying, well, yeah, we, you're going to probably keep going. We yeah, were I hoping saw, a quarter recently. I saw that story earlier today. And then one more quarter trouble. point and then hold for the rest of the year. I, I, if they keep raising a quarter, I don't, I don't know how the consumer is going to make it. Yeah. I, I mean, remember Jimmy Carter. I mean, oh, man. I was in high school, but I, I just don't see how people can handle. I mean, the, the shrapnel is so vast. Yeah. That in Washington D.C., the feds—they don't have a clue what it is. They don't, they're not talking to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Paycheck. Us, right? They're not. They're not raising children. I mean, they actually want the economy to contract and be, get bad in order to say, "Okay, we're going to stop this." But people are still eating. They yeah. still need packaged goods. That's right. And and really, you have companies that are just inflation inflating their their bottom line because they can. A lot, of, a lot of sin in this conversation yeah. at an institutional level, at a governmental level, because everything ultimately is spiritual. We can talk in numbers and stuff, but that's all based on how companies are, are, are uh, managed, the decisions that are made at a human level, and then the government's interaction with that. I'm right now in my U.S. history class this week, we were talking about the Gilded Age, come, you know, finishing up the 1800s. And as you get the Carnegie's, and the standard oils and all that kind of stuff, then the government starts to get involved. And, and in many ways, for a good reason, to try to curb some of the issues with monopolies. That's when we get child labor laws, compulsory public education, all kinds of stuff. So there, there's some places where the government needs to step in because it's the only one that can. But after that, you're still dealing with a sin issue. You're dealing with how, how Janet Yellen operates, how Biden operates, how the Biden administration operates, what's their worldview, what do they think about their neighbor, all that stuff. Everything's ultimately spiritual. And, and then it manifests in, well, like what we're talking about, in the, in the world of finance. Mm-hmm. But it always comes back to whether they're listening or care. And I right. don't think they really care. Right. They're playing a different game. Than the re- Most of us are playing survival. Mm-hmm. They're playing, what, the Great Reset? I mean, it's so, it's so disjointed. It's so disconnected from real life. Is, the, is what's coming our way, uh, Nikki Haley just announced, Trump obviously announced before, back to politics. Is, is any of that over the next 
uh, 10 months going to matter? No. Politically? No. To what the market does? Won't matter until we get to November of next year. Yeah. Then maybe it might matter. Maybe. I mean, what are you going to run on? I mean, yeah, I mean, Trump opened up the oil industry in remarkable ways. Yeah. I mean, the jobs that were created with Keystone that got cut immediately uh, was amazing. I mean, just, I mean, economy is very subjective. If you feel good about something down the road, I mean, you just want to go out and yeah. have a good time. Yeah. I mean, still, and Fuqua Verena, Aviator, these, these breweries are just, they're swamped. They're absolutely just swamped. But, I mean, my wife and I, we don't got too much. But Is I that just at, distraction? People want to believe everything's okay, uh, so they I, act like everything's okay. I think okay there's spend... a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And people just want to escape reality for a little bit and get out of the house. I mean, I think they do. Oh, and, sure. And it's fun just to get out and, yeah, but, you know, gosh, a burger or something and a drink is, <laughs> is $16, 17 right. Yeah, it's remarkable. It's really crazy. I mean, absolutely nuts. Yeah. So uh, it's, you know, then you have the, the private owner who's selling food and restaurant style. They, they, they want business too. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't, I really just don't see if they keep raising a rate, quarter rate here and there is going to, I mean, it's, I mean. It's brutal, really. Yeah. I mean, the real estate is, if you're a real estate broker, I mean, it, you're oh, flying man. high for those years. Oh. Brag, I hope you save bragging, some of that money. Bragging about it, buying these new cars, and right. bragging about it, face on billboards, you know, all these other things. And Boom. now it's, I mean, completely gone. Completely gone. Yeah. Does, uh, and we have about two minutes left, uh, does, the, does the national debt picture factor in at all for the markets? It doesn't seem like there's any connection there. There isn't, but in terms of the value of the dollar, it is. Yeah. So when you see the dollar strengthen on the other side of the, of the world, it kind of it brings alarms over on this side. That, oh my gosh, things are going to cost. Does more. China and Saudi Arabia and Russia and getting away from the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency is that a, is that a concern for you? No, I haven't haven't not in the in the conversations I've had. But if that if that does happen, and now Saudi Arabia is willing to take any kind of currency, it does, you don't need dollars because that's going to hurt the dollar. Yeah, the United States is so plays such an integral part. In the treaty we have with Saudi, we signed with after the war, you know, World War II. I don't, I don't see that they're going to play games with that. They need us. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. Know, and the treaty that we signed in '48, I think it was. So don't be freaking out about the dollar just yet. It's just, it's important in terms of interest rates and the weight we're carrying. It's, it's sad that you know, you know, I like what the new speaker is talking about, and you know, um, revenue neutral with with this right. debt ceiling. Debt ceiling. And, and, and I, he's good in front of the press. He said, hey, you don't balance your, your checkbook at home or your business this way. Right. Why can't we do it this way? Exactly. You know, and so... Yeah, so he, he's got a backbone when he's talking about it to the press, but we'll see what they do in the actual chamber. Because the Democrats know how to play the government shutdown game, and the Republicans don't. And every representative is getting lobbied. All of them. Privately. Yeah. Phone oh, yeah. calls at night. Yeah. Behind the scenes. All these things. Yeah. So, which is just yeah. a reminder for us as believers. Let's go back to 1 Timothy chapter 2 to pray for those in authority over us. They need our prayers on a number of different levels, not the least of which would be to fight temptation. Because that's going on all the time. But uh, thank the Lord, Steve-O, that you and I have our ultimate deposit in heaven. And ultimately, whatever happens here doesn't touch that. And he praise the Lord for that. It was great seeing you. Thanks for coming in, pal. Yes, sir. Always great to have you. LA Capital Advisors, LA Capital Advisors.com with my good friend Steve Lewis.